0: I think the only way to teach is by example, as children will more easily follow what they see you do than what you tell them to do. Gloria Estefan.
1: My name is Thandor, and I enjoy walking in the woods.
2: I'm Fezik, and I love wandering the world. And then, if we find orcs, great, we'll get them. Yeah. Well, I am Corin, a gnome with anger issues who spontaneously bursts into other animal forms uh, when things annoy him. I play Stanton Hopperfield, who at this
1: point is the Lifefoot Halfling Ranger.
0: Time to go back to Love with me, Dungeon Master Dave, Seth, Chris, George, and Rachel as we explore Leaders and Legacies, a Real Play 5e audio podcast. It's a passion project with passionate people doing passionate things. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, please feel free to leave us a five-star rating. And if you haven't enjoyed what you're hearing, please make sure to leave a one-star rating on Bradley Copeland's Problematic Pan Fisherman's Hour, the podcast that's fishing in the pan. Failure was planned for, let us commence.
2: not alone does this mean i get to have a little bit of fun just a little bit i promise not to be too disrespectful
1: to the area you can have as much fun as you want because i understand it will have to clean up
2: afterwards okay uh i'm going to like face fezik and just kind of motion for them to come forward all right guys let's go now they don't have the bubble they have to roll for stealth Yep, that no, that's fine. that's fine. Um, I, I want to know how Phil's gonna make it through stealth because I don't almost... g- I don't care because it's not gonna matter that Phil's going to be on stealth. okay. So as they're doing this, I am going to cast uh, earth tremor. Oh my, there we go. Um, right near the entrances
0: to like the Heidi hole <laughs> to the Heidi holes exactly okay so the one right yeah, you know, so right where you're at yeah, you know just, yep. it's a little bit above you so you're not afraid of things coming down on you <laughs> he's not he's not gonna see anything coming down on him, so you
1: know he's not afraid
0: right well <laughs> okay so yeah you cast earth tremor and um yeah i guess roll a performance check just to see how how that how that does
2: oh great negative two on performance this should be interesting should i have <laughs> confidence in you
0: Zero. A, a yeah, actually, you can you can you can aid him. So yeah, well, uh, yes. roll twice, please. <laughs> little, little Hobbit luck. Uh, <laughs> I got an
2: eight.
0: Goes a little sideways on you. It, it, it you, know, you can feel rock sliding a little bit here, a little bit there. But Stanton, as you and Corin are standing there, you see all three, you know, Cobalts come over the edge, the lip of their little hideout. You hear, yeah, Meloc, move, move. So
2: each of them needs to roll a, a, a deck save DC
0: 14. All right, so two of them failed. One of them succeeded. How much damage did they take? So they are going to take five damage. So two of them, you know, take a, a severe amount of damage. The one that had been yelling, um, you know, he kind of stops. And he's like, he's like, please don't kill. And, you know, he tells the other two to like, you know, it's some something in their language, and they kind of just stop in their tracks, and yeah, they're looking at at uh, you and uh, Corin Stanton. <laughs> and yeah, they you could see them also all three drop their slings.
2: Okay, um, so Corin is going to cast minor illusion, and I want to kind of give myself like this little nimbus of fire kind of looking stuff like I'm kind of caught on fire walking towards them. Yeah
0: yeah roll an intimidation roll I guess to see how well you do with that.
2: And I'm gonna start moving towards them. Oh god this is minus two also.
0: Six. <laughs> yeah yeah sure. I'm
2: gonna stop trying now. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the one that was yelling Melloc Melach, he says something to the you know to the other two and they kind of just look confused at <laughs> each other. Stanton, are they are they now all out in the open? The the, the three that were indicated, yes, all three are out, out in the open. They they've dropped their slings <laughs> and they're kind of standing looking dumbfounded as you know Corin approaches trying to intimidate them. Yeah,
1: you know, that's the thing. Have we really started have we really started a war you know, or do I just go ahead and just assume we have? are the rest of us up there yet? Not just yet.
0: The giant the, the giant is actually choosing to stay a little further back. You can kind of see him gathering rocks and putting them at his feet. He's gotten about four rocks so far.
1: I think at this point all I'm going to do is I my short pro my short pole is drawn and I'm aiming basically I'm aiming at the the cluster of cold walls, not being sure what they're going to do with in yet. So I'm
0: holding my action. Okay. So the one that was yelling yeah, the one that seems to be the talker of the group. What do you want?
2: I want the orc. Where is he?
0: He's with Cherik. Where is Cherik? Cherik is back at the where we live. See him kind of catch himself as he almost was revealing too much information. And like, Melek kind of stares at him. (laughs) Come on, dude. (laughs) Maybe I wasn't quite clear enough.
2: Where is the orc? With Cherrick.
0: Cherrick. Can I hear them from the ground? Can I hear the conversation? Roll perception, Sam, because they are up on a hill. You're down in the valley. There's a good chance that, you know, it might carry down. 24. Okay, yeah, you absolutely hear all of this. So when Corrin re-emphasizes...
1: I shoot my longbow perfectly
0: to this, but like just pass them. Roll, just I guess to make sure you don't get a one, and accidentally right. one in accidentally. <laughs> 14. Okay, yeah, it, you, you put it you know, almost exactly right where you want it. Reacts a little bit, but, you know, stiffens, I guess would be kind of like the hey, we, we surrendered type motion.
2: Where do I find Cherrick?
0: Um, yeah, I will take you to Cherrick if you agree to pass peacefully through these lands. All I want is the orc.
2: I don't care about you.
0: That's mean.
2: Well, I mean, maybe with a little salt and pepper, you'd be a little bit more interesting. Are you
0: saying you're going to eat me?
2: Well. uh, He looks to you, Stanton, like, are you going to let him do this? I'm going to shift into grizzly bear form right when he says that.
0: I will I will take you to Cherik, Melloc and Derek and I will accompany you. We guarantee safe passage.
2: I, I nod, because at this point in time, I'm not speaking common. The bear says yes.
0: You can kind of see that they're more concerned with saving their skins <laughs> than betraying you all. He kind of gestures to you, Stanton, as if he can, like, can he reach into his pocket?
1: My my short bow is aimed directly at the spot between his
2: eyes. Slowly. I'm also going to stand up on my hind legs and just, like, bring one paw up to my full height.
0: It's like I'm trying to think about how to do this in a way that won't make you think we're trying to signal somebody to, do it, you know, to attack or anything. He kind of, you can see him gathering himself as if he's very afraid that you're going to unleash that arrow at him. And you know, croc. Is like I want, I want to let my friends over there, and he kind of points to where one of the rock formations where you thought somebody was hiding. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to figure out how to convey to them, don't attack. I guess could one of you accompany me to kind of yeah, basically be my uh, guard while we go over there and make sure that they understand that we're we've parlayed and that you know, we've established a peace.
2: I'll land with both paws, one paw on either side of them, kind of growl, and then, like, point point my nose in the direction of the other kobolds. The bear will take, the bear will go with you. If the
1: bear doesn't come back, either will you, or your friends, or your family, or your children or your grandchildren.
0: Yeah, the bear's gonna come back on that. Uh, yeah.
2: Yaaah! Did I mention that Corn hasn't eaten yet today? Corn licking his chops, mild growl.
0: Yeah. You see him start to kind of move, and he you know, trips over his own feet, you know, falling a little bit, and then he gets up, dusts himself off, he's like, he's like, I got this, I'm brave.
1: All right, and then basically, as 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 is that Meloch? It's a uh, Kronk. It's Kronk and Cor. It's Kronk and Cor- and walk away. It's sure, I basically just shift enough that basically the the short bow is now pointed at the next cobalt standing, whether it's whether that's Kronk or Derek, you know, or it's the one
0: the one that you have heard him refer to as Derek. Okay, so yeah, you know, Derek kind of looks back at you, and you can kind of see him. He doesn't have eyebrows, but you can see him kind of you know the muscles above his head ha- howdy, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with the, with the eyebrows, and. Uh... He doesn't say anything. He's just, yeah, he seems too scared.
1: At this point, the rest of the party approaching.
0: Fezzik's up to you. Phil seems to be staying back with his pile of rocks. Sandor, I'll let you decide where you are, whether you're with Phil or whether you've come up or whether you're somewhere in between.
1: I'm, I'm going to go on up. I'm just going to look at Phil and tell him to be quiet.
2: And I see that Stanton points his short bow at one of the other two, so I go ahead and point my long bow at that second one.
1: Good. Cor-
2: Corin went off with the third one to. Would they see me as I'm walking with this third one? I mean,
0: I think so. Oh, absolutely. You have made you have made Kronk so nervous he keeps falling down on the rocks. So I'm going
2: to stand up and kind of face tornado's uh, direction and motion with the paw for him to come to me.
0: It's roll perception on whether you uh, understand that, Thandor, whether you just think he's waving.
2: And coming. Nine. I'm working on the dancing bear routine.
0: See, how would Thandor interpret vagueness of the gesture? <laughs> he just waves
2: back. All right, I just, I keep following the kobold, thinking that he's coming behind me.
0: The the kobold starts to uh, walk down the path a little bit, and then, you know, maybe about 30 yards down, starts to climb up the rocks towards what looks like another, now that you've seen one, you can kind of pick these little, uh, oh. Yeah the, yeah, the little out, outposts yeah, out. He says yeah, to the ones up, I'm coming up! It's me, Kronk! You hear the nervousness in his voice, where he's he's almost like about to just lose it and run, but you can tell that his fear is also keeping him from doing exactly that. So he sticks his head up over it, and he's like, eh, we're gonna be coming through with some people, and well, they're, they're okay, they're with me. And yeah, they've got Kronk's word of honor, that they'll be safe basically hears them yell something at him in Draconic. I slam both
2: paws down on either side of him and growl.
0: Right after you slam both paws down, he's like, guys, they're serious about this. The Krog does not want to
2: die. I'm kind of looming over him without actually looking at him. I'm looking at the kobolds in front of him that he's talking to
0: uh, with a low growl. Three seems to be the magic number for each of these lookout stands, and they kind of peek over and they look, and you can see that they're laughing at him a little bit.
2: (laughs) We didn't work out any sort of, like, call or mechanism for me to signal that it's okay for you to come over and, you know, like, speak for me, right? Absolutely not. Okay.
0: That's another example of corn leaping before he (laughs) looks. We've got this gap between you and uh, the two groups. And I believe actually the third group, well, I guess, no. Bandor, you and Fezzik had approached with, uh, I believe, uh, our friend Phil making a pile of rocks nearby.
1: We're just gonna wait by and see what happens.
0: Good lesson for every camp out of program
1: activity. Have
2: a communications plan. Or at least somebody able to speak the language.
0: So yeah, Phil 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 is manhandling rocks into a big pile, um, continuing to kind of load up his uh, you know ammunition in case it is needed. I think
1: Phil is the only one that actually knows what he's gonna be doing in this in this event. The rest of us are gonna sadly say it's it's gonna be React rather than proact.
2: So the the cliff facing that I'm currently standing on. I mean, I assume it has kind of like a, a row or a ring of rocks or something that kind of come up so that they can just kind of peek over and look.
0: Yeah, that's, there's like a little shelf that, and they've kind of built a semi-camouflaged pile of rocks that you know makes it look like it's part of the hill, but actually is a hidey hole, like the one <laughs> that, you know, Melloc, Derek, and Kronk came out of.
2: If Is this something where if I stood up to my full height in bear form, they would be able to see me from the other location?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, remember, these are kobolds. So yeah. yeah, you're about twice as, at least twice as tall, if not taller.
2: 12 foot grizzly bear. All right, so I'm going to go up on my hind legs again and kind of in George's direction, uh, kind of wave over with my paw. All
1: right. I. No, I poke the prisoners, and we start heading that direction.
0: Vithandor, right, uh, what are you?
1: Do we have Do we have sight on them?
0: Um, yes, you do. Yeah, because you're you're kind of in the. There's like the two. Basically, it's kind of like a fairly wide canyon. There's a wall of rocks on the one side, wall of rocks on the other. The one group was kind of on the the, the group to the left. This group is on the group to the right, a bit further down in. And you're kind of just, I assume, standing in the space in between on the trail, watching all this unfold. So yes, you can see absolutely everything that is happening.
1: I will give a puzzled look to Fezzik and kind of motion Phil to follow
0: us. Okay, Phil Phil reaches down and bends over and <laughs> picks up a couple rocks to take with him. In fact, you know, he's kind of, you know, palming them, you know, not this way, you know, face down, but, you know, kind of holding them in his hands upwards. <laughs>
1: While while, the, while I've nudged the prisoners moving towards the bear, I, I managed to do turn around and look and basically give a wave, like, come follow me. And I figured by, based on their movement, they either are moving on their own, they've seen me wave. So I turn back to face the prisoners, continue to guide them towards this stuck blind opening here.
0: Yeah. So one of the things you see, Stanton, while that's happening, is because you waved at him, Phil accidentally drops one of his rocks. But then you know he puts his finger up to his mouth, <laughs> and then he reaches down and scoops the rock back up, and proceeds to uh, yeah, wait for Andor and Fezzik to move. Yep. We'll start moving. And Phil Phil starts lumbering after you. Um, they'll probably arrive a little bit after you, Stanton. Um, so uh, um, I guess. Either Corin or Stanton, what would you like to do now that you're? He you know, Stanton's approaching this group of kobolds.
2: I I'm going to square back up with the kobolds, so get back down on my front paws um, and kind of nudge the one kobold forward that knows what I'm looking for. Um, growl in his general direction and kind of gesture with my head towards the other kobolds i don't know whether he's going to understand it or not but <laughs> i
0: understood but now go on yeah so yeah the, the kobold yeah i i i think he wants us to surrender mm, close enough roll a, a quick perception for me um corin 16. So one of the things that you may not have noticed immediately is that the, you know, the the cobalt in this one seems to be a little bit different than some of the others. Now that you've had time to have your vision adjusted to this sh- shaded area, because you know cobalts you know need to have uh, their, their daylight is not their friend, shall we say? That um, you know this one appears to to have wings and flight oriented. I guess <laughs> would be the way to put it. You know it it seems sc- a little bit scared like the others, but uh, you know definitely ha- has a an additional layer of mobility that you know normal cobalt do not. You said there was a
2: netting like camouflaging type area and we are in the shade. So I'm assuming there's a roof overhead, right?
0: Yeah it's a, it's a it's a it's a rock roof over your head and it's not really netting, it's more just like rocks that have been kind of configured to give the illusion that's a solid rock face when all they've done is they on this ledge piled rocks in a way that, you know, created a hidey hole. I don't want to change out of my animal shape because I only have two of them at the moment. So
2: this is one. Um, yeah, this was the second of two. Oh, so yeah, I'm on two. I'm on two. Yeah, so I've not given up animal form at this point. So
0: Yeah, the, the kobolds look awkwardly at you and at each other. Um, Stanton, I guess you're still approaching. <laughs>
1: I'm approaching the prisoners. Thank goodness, are cooperative, and they're both very heavily wounded. <laughs> uh, I turn. I may mean, again make a quick look over my shoulder to see if uh, the rest of the group is following me. They, and for
0: what I see before I have to turn back and face prisoners, they are following me. I don't know if you remember the uh, the the, yeah, the Earth tremor, but yeah, that right. it did some damage uh, to them. Uh, yes, sweet. So- Yes, they're, they're they're very compliant because they don't want to die.
1: <laughs> so as we approach, we I clearly, I clearly see my uh, my colleague here in his bear form, but of course now that means we need a bear to English or bear to common translator.
2: Uh, <laughs> you have to speak with animals, right? <laughs> I believe I do. Come to think of it, let me. Uh... Would that actually work, Dave? I mean, do I qualify as an animal in
0: that regard? Yeah, because I don't, I don't have the language ability of, uh, uh, of your, you know, you're a, uh, uh, are you a gnome? Yeah. yeah. You're a gnome. So yeah, I would think so, I guess, you know, for, for the, for the rule of cool, let's okay. say yes.
1: So I, I, as we, as we then approach and arrive the group, I, you know, basically the, the my, our woundy prisoners, I kind of push over to the side so they're out of the way, more importantly is they're not being able to swipe back at us now that we return them. I uh, basically pat, pat uh, my bear friend uh, on, on his back. And... Kind of acknowledge that he's there. All right. Now, I don't have Speak With Animals, but I do have an animal handling of seven. And so I have the ability to intuit what the animal is saying if I'm, re- if I'm reading the, the spell information correctly. Yeah,
0: if you want to give it a try, yeah, roll. Give me an animal handling roll. Seven. 27. So yeah, you're pretty sure he's intimidating these kobolds. I believe it was Derek. Are, are we surrendering? You are. You, you are surrendering. Yeah. No. He's he's looking over at the uh, the winged kobold who seems to kind of be the leader of the group, at least the the the, the patch that's over in this hidey hole. Shake their heads, and being as agreeable as they can without being threatening. I kind of paw at pull at one of their weapons and then pull the dirt. Okay, yeah, it drops the weapon as you paw at it. Probably get
2: a, um, Am I close enough to actually get a good scent on the kobold with the wings?
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. You're within, you know, five feet at least.
2: Ralligan in their direction, um, march or kind of shuffling towards the
0: cave entrance. Um, so, you know, the winged one turns to you and says, you know, Nandu will not let us pass.
1: I don't know what Nandu has to do with anything, but generally, here in the face of Jord. there shouldn't be any Cobalt groups blocking passage, especially for those people trying to either observe or follow their religious beliefs, or for the rest of us who are simply trying to get from one place to another. You better have a really good reason for being here.
0: Yeah. Valnach sent Nandu to hold pass.
1: And Valnach has authority how? Valnach dragon. Interesting. I'm gonna make a perception roll to see if that triggers anything for me. Was a twelve? Is that is that a name or?
0: Yeah, you would know the name. You know that you know Valinac is is supposed to be a bronze dragon that lives somewhere here. Um, fables have it being you know anywhere from an adult to an ancient um but you know no one has seen it in a really long time so you know nobody really knows um but it's supposed to have you know several tribes of kobolds uh that follow it and that you know it's got its home turf and stays there and most people try to stay out of it
2: (laughs) so it's a bronze with not such a good reputation i thought bronze were on the good side Let me. Well, it could be miscommunication, misunderstanding, or, I mean, I think they're, I think bronze and brass are both chaotic goods, so they do try to do the right thing, but they do it in whatever method works. Oh, okay, well then, then,
1: then that would explain why we have kobolds instead of other races. Yeah.
2: He's easy to manipulate, dumb, they'll follow any dragon,
1: I mean, for an area that covers 90% of races in D&D, but that's okay. Um,
0: you know, the winged one introduces, Vendoa, take you to, not do All right. For the record, charades
2: is bad enough with me because I can't act, but charades by a verbal form as a bear to rest of the party. <laughs> they
0: have lots of shrugging of shoulders and holding up one claw.
2: Sounds like... Very <laughs> awesome. All the bear wants is Marcus. He doesn't care about it. <laughs> like, all I want is Marcus. I don't care about all the rest of these people. I just want the orc.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Fezzik is somewhere in the back going, you yeah, know, like, yeah, we really don't have to find the orc. That-
1: <laughs> yes, we do. You've made a commitment. We're going to do everything we can to honor it.
0: You know what you're asking.
1: <laughs> so as a whole entourage now leading us to Nanu? Nandu? Nandu. Nandu.
0: Nandu. And it's spelled like Mountain Dew, for those of you playing you know, the spelling game at home,
1: <laughs> which includes uh, people participating in this show. All right, so Nandu, Nandu okay. So our who's who is now taking us to Nandu?
0: Findoa, I believe, is the yeah you know, the winged kobold that you currently are in contact with, and yeah, you know, and and you know, that leaves Melok, Derek, and Kronk, and I believe two other unnamed kobolds. All
1: right. So the idea, the idea is we're all going. We're all going. So at this point, it's, you know, it's, we, you know, hopefully, but has the rest of the party now arrived at the front of the duck blind? At this yes. Point? Yeah. Except for Phil, who's kind of right. standing kind of down at the base. <laughs> but no, no, Phil is exactly where we yeah. want to be, because if we're not getting cooperation, Phil is going to get everyone's attention. Yeah, no, he's tall enough drop, that
0: he can drop. rain rocks down if he needs to. <laughs> right. So,
1: all right. Uh, at this point, I'm going to introduce everybody all right. Then let's go. Let's go meet Valnark. And again, your weapons stay here. Move on. Actually, Meloch
0: looks at his hands. You have weapons.
1: We have weapons.
0: No, you have my weapons.
1: We left your weapons back at your last post.
0: Right. I can't leave them anywhere because you left them somewhere.
1: Two points for grammar, one point for not paying attention. Just
2: let's go. Melok confused. The bear is gonna do a (laughs) facepalm. After the bear finishes his facepalm, he's just gonna growl in the direction
0: of the cave. (laughs) Kronk and Derek nudge him like, don't make him angrier. And uh, you know, they proceed to kind of start to climb down. Towards the trail. And, uh, you know, Findoa says when we get closer, I will need to go talk to Nandu to make sure they do not attack.
1: Um, I would like to give a special shout out to the youth leaders of NYLT 21-4. Last week I had the privilege to work alongside these fine scouts as they instructed other scouts in lessons of leadership. Um, You all still continue to impress me and inspire me and this is why I love the job that I do. So congratulations to the staff of 21-4.
0: Leaders and Legacies is a 5e podcast that is unaffiliated with the Boy Scouts of America or Wizards of the Coast. The opinions expressed here are solely our own. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here at Leaders and Legacies, please consider becoming a patron by joining us at patreon.com slash leadersandlegacies. You can also follow us on Twitter at Leaders in Legacy, or join our blog at leadersandlegacies.com. Music and sound effects are licensed from soundstripe.com. Logo art by Catherine Evans. Images also may have been licensed from shutterstock.com. And never forget to remember... And, and it's spelled like Mountain Dew. For those of you playing any of the spelling game at in-